Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Spirit Talkers. Thank you so much for joining me. Brandy Bolton here. This is Spirit Talk. Ooh, it is 2024. The energy is incredible. There are so many shifts going on astrologically, numerologically, just within us. There is a consciousness rising in the collective. Oh, I'm here for it. I hope you are all well. There is so much going on for Spirit Talk coming up here. I've been in planning mode and yeah, we do have some incredibly interesting guests coming up. So I'm so excited for that. Let's shout out some listeners. Let's go with letter A and just go with it. Letter A, shout out listeners in Alabama, in Atlanta, and in Australia. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. Letter A, and we'll go with B next time. I'm going with it. So apparently, according to the experts, (laughs) I'm no expert in this field yet, but astrologically speaking, Pluto has moved into Aquarius today. As I record this, Pluto is in Aquarius for the first time since the 1700s. And what that means is the energy is very supportive of the weirdos, the very authentic self-expressors, the people that are okay with going outside of societal constructs that can be somewhat suppressive. And thank God, <laughs> this is this is a beautiful energy. I can already feel that difference. I am no astrology expert, but hey, I am getting into it. Now that I have my birth time, yes, the government came through. I have my birth time. I am so happy to know that I was born at 3.30. I had filled out specific documents. The government says that I need to do it for genealogy purposes. So it's like a a form saying for genealogy purposes, may I have and you fill out one of three sections they had one being birth time. So I did that and they got back to me with a letter. Well, yeah, a letter enclosed and a live birth certificate, which had my mom's handwriting on it. It was so cool. I had a flush rush of emotions. Yes, I was maybe I was flush too with excitement. And um, yeah, it had all the birth information except the birth time on the live birth certificate. I was like, oh boy, this is kind of what I was hoping wouldn't happen. So though I knew, I knew somehow the universe would be on my side with this. In the letter written by the government, the little section of uh, Statistics Canada, they explained that we don't have the birth time on official record. But part of the fee that I paid, the $50 fee, was for them to go and physically find the document from 1984 when I was born. And they did that and looked at, I guess, the chart, like the paperwork from 
the birth and uh, a doctor had noted it in the side lines of the of the paper he scribbled it down he wrote it with his own handwriting so they indicated that in the letter and told me the attending physician marked it as 330 holy smokes thank you guy thank you doctor and who knew god i don't know if it's a canadian thing or what but I've had a lot of messages specifically from Americans too saying like, what? They don't have your birth time just on, on the documents? That's wild to me. And it is. But thank you to that doctor. And I did send him love. If he's still out there somewhere, well, of course he is. We know this is spirit talk. He has a soul. I sent him love and thanks and gratitude for writing that down. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. But I used a pendulum, I worked with my guides, I worked with my higher self, and I did have it narrowed down. And 3.30 was a big possibility for me. When I read that, I knew that that was right. So that's so exciting for me. And I've been diving into my astrology, and it's been so much fun. And I, you know, I was going into it before, but without a birth time, it's kind of hard. And I would read in depth with guest times and uh turns out i was reading pretty much the right <laughs> chart um but now i know for sure and i'm really i bought myself a book uh what is it called it's right here beside me <laughs> the only astrology book you'll ever need oh my goodness and it's been amazing so anyway thank you universe for that birth time woo and thank you for this change pluto and aquarius i am here for it i love the weirdos and i love this feeling of not being afraid to express the weirdness like hello we all have that inner oddity that sometimes we are suppressing within ourselves and now is the time ladies and gents now is the time so i just had a little story you live and you learn. I had a shared dream with somebody. Okay, let's rewind. Let's rewind. My friend's husband, he is my friend too, but uh, my friend's husband works for a city for roads department. So anything to do with roads, that's that involves him. And I think he got called out to an overtime, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, they called him and said, hey, there's, there's something you need to attend to. And there was a vacant lot in the city where tarps were laid down and things were dumped, um, like items, like household items and, and stuff like that was dumped onto these tarps just out in the open on a vacant lot. So that's weird in and of itself. Anyway, he, I get a text from him. The text is just saying, hey, is it weird to throw out tarot cards? I'm thinking, what the hell? And later he tells me that he got this call out to a dump of random things and there were several decks of cards and it felt weird for him to take it to the dump. So I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, what this situation is or whatever. So he brought them to me or I actually, I went out for coffee with my friend and she goes oh he here's the uh here's the bag of cards and I immediately looked through them and when I opened that bag I was, ooh, there's something weird here 
And the one deck that I was interested in keeping uh, is the only deck that was complete. I didn't know that at the time, but I had messaged him, ooh, that one, I think I would like that one. The, the rest we'll see. And that was also a deck that felt different from the rest. It felt uh, new. It felt kind of unused. I do think it may have been stolen. Um, yeah, so the other decks were weird. They were not in the correct boxes. So this is maybe like four or five different decks, but not all complete. So the cards within the box were not matching the box. They didn't have the book to go with them and whatnot. And then I hold this tarot deck that wasn't in a box that was just in there. Oh no, it was shoved into another box. Oh my God. As soon as I held that tarot deck, I was like, yikes, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. And I brought it home and I, I took that deck that I wanted that was complete and I did a little cleansing on it and cleared it and it felt good to me. It felt fine. And so I brought that into my collection of decks. And two nights later, we had the family over. We had them for dinner. And my friend who had given me the decks, he proceeds to tell a story about a dream he had had. And he doesn't remember his dreams. I know that about him. He's told me before. I don't, I don't re remember my dreams. And I had the most vivid, wild dream. And it was with guns and people chasing after his family and he protecting them and whatnot and my jaw hit the floor because I had just had that dream if not the same dream very 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 similar and he had the dream the night that he had the decks in his house and I had the dream the night that I had the decks in my house and it didn't feel like my own dream. It really didn't. I wonder, now this is weird just me even thinking about it, that we shared a dream. It wasn't us sharing a dream. I was within my dream trying to save my family from gunfire and stuff. And he was within his dream trying to save his. So it wasn't like we had the exact identical dream, but the same exact circumstances. And... I had brought those decks in my house and, and cleansed the one that I wanted and taken it up into my collection. And the other ones, I knew I was going to do something with them, but I just left them kind of at the doorway of my house. I knew I didn't really want to bring them in, but I didn't cleanse them. I didn't do anything. Like, I know better. <laughs> I know better. But I left them there at the doorway within my house. I looking back, we'll never do that again. So, and he had them in, in his house the night that he had the dream. And I was just like, I can't believe that. That's unreal. So I don't know if we both tapped into the energy of the person who was holding on to those cards before or what. And the deck is, well, the one that I feel that it came from is a tarot deck that didn't have a box to go with it, didn't have a, a, a booklet to go with it. They looked a little on the older side. They were a classic tarot deck. 
not with different imagery or artwork like you can see nowadays. They were, I would say, kind of based on the Rider Waite tarot deck. And yeah, something's with that. So of course I did clear and cleanse the remainder of the decks that I wasn't planning on keeping that were pretty much garbage because they were really not in good shape and not not with the proper boxes or books and nothing else came of it and they still definitely feel weird but not as bad I'm going to go and bury those I'm gonna go and bury those in the forest <laughs> I can't think of a better thing to do with it I don't want to burn it I definitely don't want to keep it I don't want to give them away I'm going to bury them and have the earth absorb any energy off that. So that was something interesting that happened. That was a new experience. Never shared a dream before. I didn't really spend too much time tuning into what, what that was. I'm, I'm just going with life here and chalking that up to a new experience. I kind of hope that doesn't happen again. I'm going to learn from my experience and practice what I preach. I would always advise somebody to be careful of what they bring into their house and here I did didn't do anything with the cards you know I didn't have I didn't really plan on receiving them I didn't have a plan for that or anything like that so yeah if you're out at a, an antique shop or something like that and you bring in an item into your house always clear it always clear it and always try to feel what does that feel like when you're holding it what are you picking up on what are the subtle energies yeah don't learn the hard way like me I mean it could have been way worse I'm sure but that dream was pretty scary and I'm sure I picked up on some kind of energy that were attached to the cards or within the cards and my friend who does not consider himself a psychic or medium or energy reader in fact, he has a healthy dose of skepticism. He picked up on it too via that dream. I'm quite sure of it. Things are not really things. They are not inanimate objects. Any uh, physicist or scientist will tell you that within an object, there is so much empty space. Nothing is truly solid. And within that space... It can really get infused with energy of other people, of other experiences, or whatnot. So yeah, cleanse your stuff, guys. Even if you're not bringing it home from uh, an antique shop or a used item or anything like that, even brand new items can hold energy. Think of how many hands have touched that item before you got it. And so, yeah, here's your invitation to do a little house clearing, especially in January. That's a really good idea. Okay, another little story for you guys. I accidentally went into a past life. <laughs> I went to a cacao ceremony. Cacao? Cacao. Just saying that feels really weird. Cacao. I'll, I'll go with that pronunciation. So I went to a cacao ceremony with two of my dear friends and I do often take in cacao. My husband and I really enjoy a blend that we buy from a local health food store. We add it to our, our coffee, which I'm not sure is the intended purpose. It, it doesn't say add it to your coffee on the package. 
package. It says blend it with water. Or uh, That's what we do. And it's powdered mushrooms like lion's mane and turkey tail. And I think there's five mushrooms in there and with cacao. So it looks like um, it looks like hot chocolate mix. We put that in our coffee often. But what this was, the ceremony was a ceremonial dose of cacao, which this young woman sources in Mexico she goes every year to Mexico and sources the cacao. And it was a beautiful little circle of about maybe a, maybe around 20 women. And it was journaling, meditation, the dose of cacao. Dose isn't really the right word. You're just drinking a drink. She was calling it a ceremonial dose, which just means a lot of cacao. And it was very, very, very grounding. It did feel beautiful this ceremony that we participated in and then after the cacao we laid down we got really comfy I did manage to get comfy which was a little surprising because it was in it like it was like a gym floor it was in a hallway or a, yeah a hall that was rented and so I had my yoga mat a pillow one of those little round pillows and a blanket and I did manage to get really cozy and we laid there and this woman very beautifully guided us in meditation which now looking back does feel a lot like what hypnotists do because she had us go downstairs in the meditation and it was beautiful I do have good clairvoyance within me so I was seeing so much not everybody can see every detail like this and that's totally fine they pick up other senses I was seeing in vivid color beautiful lush jungly forest like Costa Rica and I was there in the middle of the forest I had my young self my little girl within me come my higher self and myself as an older woman all together, which was really, really powerful and beautiful. Interestingly, my friends, the two girlfriends and I who who we went together with, were talking a lot about Costa Rica lately and hopefully to go down there for a retreat at some point. So I wasn't all that surprised that the place that I envisioned was Costa Rica. So as we were laying there and she had um, guided us down these stairs into a beautiful place of our own choosing she was doing a sound bath for us and it was really amazing because there was lots of different sound tools that she had she didn't just have singing bowls she had a drum with sand and marbles in it that sounded like waves she had all kinds of sound tools so it was really a submersive and she also was cleansing us with smoke and she put some I don't know what was exactly in the little mist that she put on us so it was really really powerful and I was really enjoying my time in Costa Rican jungle when within a millisecond I was suddenly somewhere different and I was in a very very deep deep state of relaxation kind of like hypnosis like if you go for a past life hypnosis this is the kind of what they want you to get into this state I feel that I was in so I'm looking back not super surprised of that that this was my experience it was a 45 minute 
sound bath session. So I would say at, I don't know, about half hour in, I went zoomed out of Costa Rica and immediately I was in an icy snow, snowy landscape. Now, when I was in Costa Rican jungle, it was me envisioning me. It was me being able to see myself from above. It was very much like other meditations that I've had where I'm seeing myself from outside myself. So like my soul is outside my body and I'm seeing things from my soul level. When I zapped into the snowy landscape, I was in a body. I was looking down and seeing my hands, seeing my feet. On my feet were fur boots that were tied with sinew or something like that. And my arms were with a fur coat that had red on it and fur near the hands. And it was windy and snow was blowing. I felt very content. I looked around. I was warm, but my nose felt cold. My face felt a bit cold, but I was very warm in my furs. <laughs> and as I looked around, I saw basically my village of people not really knowing at the time, this was all reflection after that it was my village of people. So I saw people, I saw a teepee type structure with furs and sticks. I saw dogs and caribou. And when I was like, where am I? Because I was so sure I was in a Costa Rican jungle before. I felt like maybe I can get a location. When I thought to myself, where am I? I saw on a map an indication that I was around northern Norway. I was like, Whoa, okay. And I just looked around and I saw a big fire that the people were having. And I was kind of near the teepee and just hearing the wind blowing and feeling content. And I went up to the caribou. So the caribou was kind of not tame, but kind of tame. And I could see the hairs individually so perfectly. It was incredible. Like I was literally there. I was transported. And then boom, I went back to the Costa Rican jungle and wrapped up the 45 minutes came up shortly after that and as we sat after we kind of lightly came out of that deep meditation we journaled a little bit about our experience and I wrote those things down that I just told you about and it was so vivid that I could not stop thinking about it when I got home I was like huh it would make sense that that was a past life or some people would rather than past lives say parallel life. Sometimes people get hung up on the terms that we're using, whatever it was. It was definitely me within that existence that is different from Brandy Bolton. And so I did a little research and I was like, but what the heck? Like teepees in Norway? I don't know. Because I'm from North America. There are teepees here with the indigenous people. So I didn't know about that. So I started looking, looking it up. And sure enough, there are people called Sami people. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's S-A-M-I in that region who used teepees with 
fur skins who used dogs and they lived, you know, in little community villages that they made and some of them were slightly nomadic. They did often have color on their furs, which I was seeing red on my on my arms. And they had caribou. And there was a long period where they would have a kind of domestic caribou where they would keep herds. So, whoa. <laughs> I'm calling them caribou. They're often referred to as reindeer in the research that I was reading. But when I was in the experience, caribou felt right to me. Um, so yeah, that was really, really fun, to be honest with you. I loved the cacao ceremony. I did not intend to go into a past life, but I did really, really surrender, which was amazing. I really surrendered to whatever came up and I knew I was safe and I knew I was okay. And yeah, I think most of the women got a lot out of that. I don't know how many else, if any, went into a past life by accident. <laughs> But um, lots of visions and stuff like that. And I'm definitely going to go again to one coming up in April, the spring equinox, which is really the true new year for people who are wanting to be more aligned with the earth and the rhythms of the earth. Spring is really where it all begins. Yeah, so I just wanted to share that with you all. If you do see ceremonies come up like this in your area, jump at the chance, jump at the chance. There is so much stuff online and and that is amazing in and of itself, but there's something about in-person stuff and um, yeah, I've got lots planned for this year with both online and in-person things like that. One other thing that I just wanted to touch on is you know, we do have all these innate abilities and I want to normalize that. Part of why I do this podcast is to light other people up about their spiritual abilities, their knowing, seeing, feeling, hearing, whatever it is that's coming to them, their sensitivities. Instead of putting people who have deep mediumship abilities or psychic abilities on pedestals, I want to see people working with their own and appreciating that and nurturing their own abilities more in 2024. And so part of that is celebrating the little things. I want to hear from you. What are the little things that come up for you? I'll give you an example. I was listening to one of my favorite comedians podcast. It was. It's just a podcast that's not always comedy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes he has other guests on. I was listening to him talk to a comedian. I was at work scheduling away, working on the computer, and he was talking to a comedian. Then it was over and it just cycled into the next podcast and it was Tony Robbins. And I didn't choose this, but I was like, okay, this sounds cool. Whatever. I'll just keep listening. I have seven hours to listen to podcasts. <laughs> Not that I listen for all seven hours. Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I don't listen to anything at all. So Tony Robbins came on. God, he's inspiring. He's so inspiring. I loved listening to this. And five minutes in, I go, he's an 11. He's an 11. <laughs> and it was because I had a knowing, a sensitivity. So I figured his life path was 29 slash 11. So of course I'm at the computer. I Googled it right away and calculated his life path number because his birthday is online and yep, 2911. And I was like, oh, thank you universe. Thank you, higher self. Thank you, self. Thank you, Tony Robbins 
I loved that little intuitive hit. And it's a sign that, you know, we do pick up on what we know. I am a 2911. I recognized it within him. We do pick up on what we know, the vibration match, the experience match. So I've said that before, you really can intuit about things that you've experienced yourself or that you are a match for. And that's what happened. Uh, Tony is an 11. And I got that. And I, and I was sure to say thank you. And I want everybody who gets these little intuitive hits to say thank you because that's when you get more. That's when you are in gratitude and abundance comes. You want to be more intuitive and foster your intuition, psychic abilities, whatever it is, then be in gratefulness for them. Please share your little intuitive hits with me. I would love to hear them. As insignificant as they may seem, they certainly are not. They are a part of a whole and they are an indicator to you of how far you're coming along with growing these gifts and who knows, the information might come up again later where you already know it because you intuited it. You may need that at some point or it may strengthen that muscle. For me, it does happen with 11 life paths where I can see it. I can sometimes see the number over their head. So please let me know, reach out, send me an Instagram, send me an email. I've been hearing from you guys. I have been hearing from you guys. I know it's been three weeks since I did the podcast last. I sadly had a little bit of a virus run through the house and it snowed like mad for three days and the kids were off school for three days. Of course, the days that I was supposed to be recording, but lots of guests coming up, guys. I'm really, really, really excited. Meditations in the works. I've started recording them and I hope you enjoy them. I don't know exactly how I'm going to release those yet, but I will give them to you listeners for free. Certainly some of them anyway. Thank you. That's about it for today. I will leave you there. Coming up soon is a guest, a soul painter and animal communicator. So stay tuned for that. Love ya. Thanks for tuning in. Until we meet again, friends. 